Hello, I'm Pam Christian, host of this weekly podcast, where I help us explore current events from a biblical and prophetic worldview. I extend a hearty welcome to each and every one of you with a special welcome to returning listeners. I'm so grateful for your returning to listen week to week, and I'm confident you'll find today's show to be exceptional in terms of what I've been exposed to and the deep dive I've done to research and learn more, all with the objective of bringing you truth that mainstream media is being paid to hide. If you have a tough time believing mainstream media has been bought to keep us in the dark, stick around and discover what else you'll find hard to believe. But know this, I have well-researched source information for all the claims I make for you to see, study, decide for yourself, and your loved ones. This week's podcast is bringing you breaking news that without a doubt, the government does not want us, we the people, to know. Neither do the governments of the 194 member nations of the World Health Organization want us to know. We have a very small window of time to act, and I have every reason to believe if we take the action that is easily within our ability to take, we will see the results we want. I also believe this redemptive opportunity is presented to us by God as a first step in restoring the power to the people globally. What I have to share today is not limited to the United States. It impacts every nation in the world. But before I get into today's message, I want to share some exciting news. Next week, June 1st, I will post my 100th podcast episode. To celebrate, I'm giving away some of my books, print books for the winners in the continental United States and ebooks for others. My book series has been so gratifying in terms of reviews, endorsements, and the many awards I've received. My books are endorsed by Josh McDowell, Dr. Charles H. Kraft, Dr. Richard Land, Dr. James Gull, Heidi Baker, Mike Bickle, Steve Schultz, and Bill Johnson, just to name a few. The book series is also called Faith to Live By, with five books and one study guide so far. You can learn about each book by visiting my website. I'll have the book page in the show notes for you. So, if you want a chance to win one of my books, listen clear through to the end of this podcast to learn how. Last week, I touched on the topic that will dominate our exploration today because of the critical timing of events. This podcast will first post on May 25th, which gives us only three days for the extremely important initial call to action we must take. So decide right now that you will share this podcast with as many people as possible so they also can take action to protect our freedoms, the freedoms for each and every one of us all around the world. I shared last week that during that same week, the Biden administration announced intent to transfer America's sovereignty from the citizens of the United States over to the World Health Organization. The World Health Organization is the global health arm of the United Nations, with 194 member nations representing 99.4% of the entire world population. I explained Biden's plans to give the World Health Organization governance over our national health policies, thereby transferring the sovereignty of our nation concerning health over to the WHO. However, while the pretext is to protect our health, in reality, The WHO will have an opportunity to take emergency control for any reason they deem. Let me suggest you pause this podcast right here and let that fully sink in. Think of mandates from Fauci on steroids. Think of being forced to stay in your home and even starving to death in the process, as is presently occurring in Shanghai, China, at the CCP's military enforcement. Think about being required to have an environmental social governance system that limits your every move. From financial credit, to travel, getting a job, to having children, buying a home, and even have access to your own bank account. Think of being tracked and traced by government and arrested on the potential of committing what they claim is a violation. 
Think of additional harm and losses from once again closing businesses, schools, and churches. Think of being rounded up and taken to quarantine camps. Think of mask mandates and social distancing resurging and more mandated injections. All of this with the military force of NATO. Every bit of this could be in place soon if we don't take action. We've already experienced the implementation of their strategy. Let's open our eyes to see what's really going on. So the following explanation is my personal considered opinion based on over 18 months of research, and I offer it to you to personally consider and draw your own conclusions. First, so-called vaccines were created and patented at the same time the novel coronavirus was being enhanced through gain-of-function efforts before being released on the populace. We have not been the victims of a natural pandemic. Rather, we've been victims of bioweaponized crimes against humanity. Step one was to generate as much fear, compliance, and dependency on government as possible while injecting people with substances stated to protect our health, when in reality it was to cause harm in keeping with their plan to depopulate the planet. The second strategy, again under the guise of protecting our health, is to require new vaccines for new strains of virus while implanting tracking devices to make the remaining populace more controllable. We're already hearing about monkeypox and the Marburg virus. And Biden recently announced we should expect rising levels of coronavirus cases and hospitalizations and urged us to resume taking personal protection measures, including wearing masks. He projects increase in new infections nearing 100,000 a day as the nation heads into Memorial Day weekend, where he expressed concern that large gatherings and travel could increase the spread. Additionally, at a recent global COVID summit, the Biden administration and advisors unanimously warned about the really bad pandemic this fall that will be worse than what we've already experienced. Do they know this the same way they knew in advance about the coronavirus outbreak of 2020? I'd put money on it. Speaking of money, James Roguski has an excellent article about the monkeypox virus where he shows how this manufactured pandemic financially benefits the WHO. The link is in the show notes. This second stage focuses on both health and climate issues and is designed to increase the fear, compliance, and dependency on government while creating shortages in the food chain. Think of fertilizer, multiple food plant fires, baby formula recalls, gas prices hindering transport, etc., and also the highest inflation ever while continuing to depopulate the earth by administering new injections that implant tracking devices represented to be in our best interest. The third step is the induction of the fourth industrial revolution, utilizing 5G technology intended to strip us of all of our freedoms and enslave us to the elite cabal who currently control the world's systems, including all banks, stock markets, food supplies, housing, labor, and more. And they openly express they intend to create a populace of transhumans. If we hadn't already gone through all we have since early 2020, I know you would immediately dismiss what I'm saying but I'm confident you've experienced enough that you are at least willing to hear more. All of these scenarios are published plans of the deep state cabal, comprised of people who are already the most wealthy in the world, who have had control over our banking and our medical systems for hundreds of years. The cabal's spokesman is primarily Klaus Schwab, who founded the World Economic Forum and who has published books and articles explaining their plans. Their agenda, previously known as Agenda 21, was so named because they believed they would have complete control by 2021 with Hillary Clinton as president. But with Trump winning the 2016 presidential election, they adjusted their plans to Agenda 2030. However, with Biden's continued failures, even as their controlled puppet, 
In a panic, they've accelerated their plans, and they now have adjusted their agenda to 2025. Indulge me for just a minute here. If all of this is true, how does this make you feel? Last week, I thought the Biden administration's decision to give our health governance over to the World Health Organization was a fairly recent decision. However, I've since learned the Biden administration filed the proposed amendments to the International Health Regulations, a body of work that regulates the power and authority of the World Health Organization, on January 18, 2022, and kept them secret until April 10, 2022. Why did Biden file the proposed amendments for the International Health Regulations on January 18, 2020? Because the procedures for making any amendments to the International Health Regulations requires any proposed amendments to be filed a minimum of four months prior to the annual assembly of the World Health Organization. Please note, the 75th assembly of the World Health Organization has long been planned for May 22nd through 28th, 2022. Clearly, the Biden administration waited until the last possible couple days before they secretly filed the proposed amendments, then worked to keep them secret, no doubt hoping the public would not learn and the delegates from each nation who would attend the World Health Organization Assembly could vote without the knowledge or resistance of the people of the world. Yes, right now, the very first day this podcast posts is smack dab in the middle of their week-long assembly, but that does not mean we are too late. Keep listening as I share with you much more of what I've learned. But before I do, let me ask you, how much of this have you heard from mainstream media? I'm confident the answer is none at all. What does that tell you? The corruption of evil is rampant. We've been exploring this since I started this podcast. Again, I urge you, if you are a new listener, to go back to some of the earlier podcasts to get the foundation of understanding I've been bringing. I have been progressively learning about the evil and corruption and sharing what I've learned. For many of you to hear what I'm sharing in this podcast episode without the benefit of the year and a half foundation that's been laid with my prior podcasts could lead to serious cognitive dissonance, which is a fancy way of saying you are overwhelmed with information to the point of being unwilling to believe it could be true. Many have been overwhelmed in this manner and respond by simply declaring it's nothing more than a conspiracy theory. And I'm here under the power and the authority of Jesus to confront you with all the force of love I possibly can, because we need to know the truth. I'm just one podcaster, but the power of truth is being made known by more and more people, and collectively, we have the power of truth and the anointing of God to see his kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. Some of what I've learned and am sharing today has come from other independent truth presenters, such as Clay Clark and his Thrive Time podcasts, from Mel Kay with her show, and Maria Z and her show from Australia, where attorney Todd Callender and Dr. Peter Chambers were guests, from Rick Renee and his Blessed to Teach podcasts on this very topic where Clay Clark was his guest, from LT and his And We Know podcasts, and Stu Peters and his podcast with guest James Roguski, who very well may be the point man in discovering all about what I'm talking about today. I recently had the pleasure of talking to James, and I plan on having him on as my guest in the near future. He has a website called Stop the WHO, and he has action items listed there, so I have a link for you in the show notes today. You know, many of these podcasters I personally know, and I've met most of them. I highly recommend these podcasters, among others, and I have links for you to check them out in the show notes. Another fellow podcaster and colleague of mine is Tom Clark. Tom is an author of a series of children's books titled Papa Tom's Tales, A Grandfather's Bedtime Stories. He is the father of six children and 15 grandchildren. 
He began writing children's books in 2020 with the theme of Malachi 4.6, which reads, At the end of the age, I will bring the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children to the fathers. Tom encourages us to know God, our Father, who wants to connect with us, his children, in deep and meaningful ways. After retiring from the financial services industry in 2019, God led Tom to transition into media, starting with children's books, then moving into podcasts, blogs, and articles with the theme of Malachi 4.6 constant throughout all of his media content. Like me, Tom has been pressing in to understand the times and has been sharing his considerations with his podcast audience. He joins me to weigh in on the topic for today's podcast. Here's my conversation with Tom Clark. So as I mentioned, Tom Clark is one of my colleagues. He is a podcaster with the Charisma Podcast Network, and he's doing other things as well. But he and I connected the other day through a seminar that we were both a part of and realized we had a lot of things in common, a lot of interests in common, a lot of truth that we are both seeking to bring to the general public through our respective podcasts. And the one thing that was on both of our minds lately is the effort by the World Health Organization, backed by the United Nations, to acquire the governance, the health governance for all the nations of the world. Tom, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. I would really like you to help my audience understand what is going on. I've been spending some time listening to these things, and we are being bombarded by a lot of fear that's coming at us from many different directions. And we want to promise our audience today that we are going to help them overcome those fears with the love that God has for them. So in that regard, this issue with the World Health Organization is really a power move. It's a power move to get control over uh, the nation's healthcare system and to exercise uh, control in many, all the nations of the world. Actually, it's a globalist movement. Uh, and the Biden administration appears to be complicit with uh, the willingness to comply with what the United Nations is putting on the table. And what's happening, I believe the meeting is uh, this weekend over in Switzerland. The attempt is to say, instead of us having uh, Dr. Fauci, who is a uh, no prince at all. I mean, really, he's a, uh, he's a wicked man from our perspective because he's exercising control out of order to control people with the lockdowns, the masks, and the um, social distancing here. It'll even get worse if we turn over control of our healthcare system to the World Health Organization and allow them to declare to us that we're going to be locked down and wear masks. And it's all really directed towards the vaccine. I mean, that's where it's happening. And uh, on a spiritual level, it's, it's good versus evil. It's control versus freedom. And God, our Father, wants us to have the freedom. So he wants to un- us to understand what's going on. The enemy, in the form of Satan and the different powers and principalities of evil, are desiring to make us transhuman and to control us, as well as to depopulate the earth. And their conduits to that are taking control over governments and exercising power over all aspects of our life. And healthcare is one of the main areas in people's lives, which are they're very sensitive to, obviously. It's interesting that I remember reading some books about how uh, Nazism in, in Germany in the um, 1930s, one of the avenues that Hitler used to control the population came directly out of the healthcare system. So um, that's what's happening right now amidst that we really need to, I think, Pamela, you're going to share with the audience different action steps that they could take. I'm sure prayer is one of them. 
Absolutely, Tom. And why this troubles me so much is that freedom, our rights for freedom are from God. They're not from men. And as you're pointing out, this is a battle between good and evil. And Satan, the uh, author of evil, is working through people to try to accelerate the timeline and gain control of the earth before God's appointed time. That's one area of reassurance I know both you and I can give our listeners, that this is not going to go through. It's not going to happen the way the enemy wants it to. It's going to be like in the days of Haman, where the evil plots that our enemies are planning against us will in fact turn upon them. We've got a lot of prophets who have been speaking to the many, many issues we are facing today. And in addition to prayer, Uh, I do have an action item where we can contact our elected representatives. I'll give you that information after I finish the interview with you, Tom. But we need to partner with God. This is one thing I think is missing, that people believe God's in charge, and therefore we don't have to do anything. Well, the way I like to say it is that, yes, God's sovereign over all, but that does not make him responsible for all. And we are called to be co-laborers with Christ. That means we are to work alongside his will and accomplish what we can as God reveals to us what we can do. So, Tom, I am speaking as much to the apathy of the church as I am trying to call people to action. What about you? We know from Scripture that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Not only is he trying to do that physically to us, but he's really trying to steal, kill, and destroy our destinies. And what you're speaking to is our destinies. You mentioned the word call in the few sentences ago. And uh, that struck my mind when you said that. It triggered something in me that uh, we're all given a calling and a destiny. And we never arrive at our calling and destiny by apathy. (laughs) So it's it's always in God's um, plan for our lives that we take action. It's up to us what action we're supposed to take. And sometimes the enemy lulls us to sleep because he makes us so afraid. We stop doing things when we're afraid. And we want to encourage uh, all our listeners not to be afraid. God has a plan for it. Get connected with him and find out your specific, the specific things that he wants you to do. Whatever the specific roles that we play, our destinies are always, always tied to bringing our kingdom onto the earth. In the end game, we've got seven and a half billion people on the earth. There's seven and a half billion destinies to bring the kingdom onto the earth. Not all those people are connected to the Lord, not all those people are believers and whatever. But there are many believers that are not connected to God the Father, and they're not fulfilling their destinies either. So we're doing what we can to uh, encourage them and speak to them uh, and speak to their spirits. These conversations are not trying to be mind to mind or from our mouths to uh, the minds of the people or hearts of the people as to the spirits of the people we're speaking to, to encourage them to enjoy their lives being connected with the Father right. and walking every day with him and enjoying their life with him and the things he tells them to hang out with him, enjoy what he's bringing to their, their uh, attention. This podcast is one of the things that brings their attention. And to you to uh, quicken your spirits, to begin to say, I am not going to stand for this. I'm going to stand up. Uh, scripture also tells us the most powerful part of our body is our tongue. What's the tongue for? The tongue's for speaking words and speaking out, which is what Pablo and I are doing right now. But it's also for everyone who's hearing this uh, podcast to speak out, to 
uh, their families and to their friends and to whatever avenue God provides for you to take a stand and speak. Speak for the truth. Speak for freedom. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I really want to impart is the reality that the devil doesn't win. He never wins. He didn't win the first time he tried to overthrow God. He's not going to win in the final end of it either. And we need to take heart in that and let that be part of what gives us the courage we need to take action, to do what we need to do. You know, the truth has been very, very obscure for many, many years, more than we've realized. And I know that I've shared with my audience that it was the fall of 2019. I was seeking the Lord about the year 2020, asking him what we could expect. And God told me he would be exposing all manner of evil. And that's exactly what God's been doing over these past two and a half years. We're going to see it continue in this year, 2022. But this is also the year of justice. So with the last word of encouragement for the listeners today, Tom, what would you like to impart? I would like to impart with them that God has a plan for their life. Their calling and destiny on the earth is embedded in his plan. And I would just encourage them to open their conversations with him for him to communicate to them what is that calling and destiny. There are two books the Lord has brought me to reading. One is The Killing of the Planet, and the other is The Killing of Uncle Sam. These books provide a lot of information, background information, on um, what's happening behind the scenes with the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, uh, Cecil Rhodes, and actually the Jesuits. There's a lot of information there that could be very scary for the listeners to find out what's going on. Uh, all that exposure on the outside of it's coming out. But the point is that should drive us back to the Father. And so I really want to encourage the audiences get connected to the Father. We've got to get connected in order to overcome the fear that's coming at them in all different directions, particularly from the media. Is get connected to the Father. Get on your knees. And even when you walk around, when you're driving in your car, talk to him. He's got a plan for you. He's, he wants to talk to you. So that's the highest thing that I think I can encourage our audience to do is to, before, before anything else is to talk with them. Jesus, every morning, went to the mountaintop to talk to the Father before he began any of his activities during the day. You got to get your, you got to get your, you have to have your connection with heaven before you can do anything else. Absolutely. And the truth is what we're talking about. We're, you and I are working very hard to research and discover the truth. Truth that mainstream media is not sharing. Our podcasts are dedicated to our listeners and our viewers so that they can know the truth. Jesus says, we shall know the truth and the truth shall set us free. Tom, where can people find you with your podcast and know a little bit more about your books? Well, my website is the Father's Heart. Fathers is plural. TheFathersHeartMedia.com. And I also have another website called PapaTomsTales.com. That's specifically for the books. The Father's Heart Media has the books, the podcasts, the articles. I'm writing articles for Charisma Magazine, as you know, and uh, they're embedded in those articles, also a number of the podcasts. So uh, that's where they can get in touch with me. Thank you so much, Tom, for being part of my podcast. I look forward to seeing and talking with you again. Okay. Thank you, Pamela. I appreciate it, Tom reminding us to enjoy life, knowing we are on the winning team. We mustn't let fear control us. Instead, we must take a stand and do whatever we can to resist evil and do what we can to see God's kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. God has been exceedingly gracious, giving prophecies to encourage us with his promises of protection in these very days. 
I have been sharing many of the prophecies over the months, and many have already been fulfilled, allowing us to believe for the rest. And as I've always said, we have to act in partnership with God and do what we can. And now, with this last segment of this podcast, I want to share more and direct you to what you can do and truly what you must do to help stop world dominance and tyranny. Daniel Horowitz wrote his article titled, States Must Preemptively Nullify Any WHO International Pandemic Regulations. And he asked, quote, What could be the reason for the Biden administration erasing an existing requirement that the WHO first consult with the government of a particular country before making a determination, end quote. Then he points to another amendment proposed by the Biden administration, which reveals Biden wants all emergency declarations to be mandatory at the sole discretion of the WHO and cut out all the views that concern the state. And use of the word state here, of course, would mean the nation or the region. He writes, quote, the amendments are also designed to truncate the period of time for approving this travesty. The current WHO regulations provide for an 18-month grace period during which a nation may withdraw its yes vote for the amendments. The Biden administration's proposed amendments reduces this period to just six months, and there are numerous other additions proposed that strengthen the hand of the Director General as well as the creation of a new compliance committee that can be used to bully states that don't cooperate, end quote. I have a link to Horowitz's article in the show notes. I see two end-run efforts in what the Biden administration is attempting. Number one, Biden, who is a puppet for the elite pushing for a one-world government, is clearly grooming the public to accept a Shanghai-style concentration camp created by the global government to gain control over us and remove our freedoms. And two, by relinquishing America's sovereignty to the WHO and changing the international health regulation as proposed, unlimited power is placed in the hands of the WHO's director general, who can claim an international emergency for any reason. Then he can enforce any remedies he determines are necessary by the military power of NATO. Whereas the United Nations military are soldiers with allegiances to their own countries, NATO military are entirely submitted to the one-world government overlords. At the time of creating this podcast, the Biden administration lists 20 countries plus the 27-member European Union as supporting the amendments. They include Albania, Australia, Canada, Colombia, Costa Rica, Dominican Republic, Guatemala, India, Jamaica, Japan, Monaco, Montenegro, Norway, Peru, Republic of Korea, Switzerland, United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, United States of America, and Uruguay. Also, I read an article on May 19th that Israel was planning on signing. I am utterly taken back by the level of gaslighting that's been done, or the level of secrecy attained, perhaps by paying off the delegates for each nation. We'll have to wait and see. Also, Biden's list may not be accurate because Mel Kay explained that Russia, China, India, Saudi Arabia are not on board to give up their sovereignty in favor of a one-world government. And there very well could be alliances and double talk among the nation's delegates. Again, we'll have to wait and see. Only 70% of votes are needed for the amendments to pass. The voting system is horribly weighted, as each nation, no matter the size of its populace, gets one vote. As I said, the voting is taking place at the Assembly from May 22nd to May 28th, but it is still not too late for us to act. Here's what you need to do, and please do as many of these as possible starting today. 
Those in the United States, use the link in the show notes for Intercessors for America and complete their online form to file your letter of opposition to ceding our health governance to the WHO. Number two, citizens of all countries, use the link for the America's Frontline Doctors template. You can download the template and use it as a guide to write your own letter to send to the proper officials for your nation's government. Number three, Every one of us need to contact our local officials and urge them to pass on our opposition all the way up to the top. Start at the local level. You know, here in America, our sheriffs have considerable untapped influence and power, but we can contact our mayor, our governor, and the attorney general. However your country, your area is governed, start at the local level. Number four, learn who your nation's delegates are those who attended the 75th World Health Assembly, and make your opposition clear to them with letters and phone calls and emails, keeping documentation of your efforts. This may take some research, but it's essential. I have a link to the WHO about the 75th Assembly that may be a good place for you to start to find out who your delegate is. For the United States, I understand Javier Becerra is our delegate. Number five, watch the online streaming sessions for the Assembly. You may want to record them because they're held in Geneva, Switzerland, I've provided you a link so you can watch the streaming online. And number six, citizens of the world, visit James Roguski's website to learn the latest and keep the pressure on. We may have only six months, but let's use it to our advantage. His link will be in the show notes. And Americans, when writing your elected officials, I suggest you state that the President of the United States has the duty to protect the nation and uphold the Constitution. He is given emergency power to use in our behalf when needed, He is not, however, given the ability to delegate his emergency powers. To do so, especially in a situation that would relinquish our sovereignty, is illegal, unconstitutional, and potentially grounds for charges of treason. James Rogowski wrote, quote, Absent any evidence of ill intent, this, meaning Biden's amendments to the international health regulations, appears to be an enormous act of stupidity. If evidence of ill intent can be obtained through FOIA requests or discovery, then yes, this may be treason on a massive scale, end quote. Daniel Horowitz also urges Americans to write their congressional Republicans and urge them to commit to blocking all of the WHO's funding in the upcoming budget bill. And he declares state legislators must be ready to convene, prohibit, and even criminalize the implementation of any international standard on health issues. We absolutely must overwhelm any and all of our officials with letters and emails and phone calls, perhaps even standing outside of their offices, making our voices known. To keep you from feeling the weight is all on your shoulders, send this podcast to as many friends and family members as you can, and then plan a date when you can get together and determine a team course of action. Share links and templates and research and become your own loosely organized group and get going, working off of each other's synergy. Above all, We must resist every evil effort from any and all entities seeking to remove our freedom, enslave us, and put our health and even our lives at risk. Above all, do not fear. As Tom said, we have God on our side and the victory is assured. Focus on the truth, pray in faith, and do all the practical things you can. Keep an advanced supply of emergency food and medicines, diapers, and formula if you can get it. Last week, I provided a link with a recipe of how people made infant formula before it became commercialized. I know some doctors were advising against this because of vitamins needed and such, but this is your call to make. Keep a good supply of cash on hand in small bills. If anything happens and you expect to rely on the ATM, 
First, it may not work, and if it does, it only spits out $20 bills. So having small bills on hand could allow you to buy a loaf of bread for a reasonable amount instead of handing over a 20. Make a point of having the essential vitamins and nutrients on hand, vitamin D and zinc especially. Better yet, take advantage of my affiliate relationship with Dr. Zelenko to get his Z-Stack Life formula that includes zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Dr. Zelenko was praised by President Trump for his successful early treatment protocol, Z-Stack. It can help you control your health. Also, check out Dr. Zelenko's newest product, Z-Detox, which he formulated to help your immune system become clean, resilient, and resistant. Use my referral link and save 15%. Don't wait. The time to start boosting your immune system is now before the cold and flu season or any intentional release of some other viruses. I hope and expect by the time this podcast is posted, we will already have seen some positive momentum. Again, use James Raguski's website to get updates and learn more of what we, the citizens of the world, must do. Remember, they have no power if we don't comply. These are essential times where we must make our voices heard long and loud. As Daniel Horowitz wrote, quote, If we are still complacent this time around, after everything we've learned and experienced the past two years, we deserve the fate that awaits us. End quote. Next week, I have Bull Polnig to come back as my guest to follow up on his last visit when he shared that he expected a significant event to occur within about 30 days or so from May 14, 2022. And as always, I promise to explore current events from a biblical and prophetic worldview so we can know how to experience the victorious joy Christ died to give us. Now, about my 100th podcast celebration. On June 1st, I'll be posting my 100th podcast. So, beginning today, May 25th, 2022, you can enter for a chance to win one of my books by sending me an email. Print or ebooks are available for those of the continental United States and ebooks only for those outside the States. The date stamp on your email will be verified so only emails received between May 25th to May 28th will be eligible. Only one email entry per person allowed. Send your email entry to faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com with the words Celebrate 100 written in the subject line. Any deviation from these entry instructions will disqualify your chance to win. I plan on giving away five print books and ten ebooks. Winners will be randomly selected from the entries received. Your email address will be included in our database where we maintain the highest privacy standards. Our website terms of use and privacy notice are accessible at the bottom of each and every one of our web pages. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast impacts you and what you're going to do in response to the equipping you've received through me. My email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. To receive even more, please be sure to check out my new dedicated podcast listeners page called Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively, and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. You'll find the link in the show notes. If you have benefited from my ministry work, I ask you to help me continue with this podcast. In order for me to continue to bring you truth the mainstream media is not bringing that's also presented from a biblical worldview, I need my listeners to help financially support this ministry. When you purchase any of my own books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a win-win. Shop for yourself or shop for gifts for friends and family. Your support is greatly appreciated. And when you purchase through my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, use it at checkout, and get a 20% discount. If you like the content and the resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me on my blog, 
And in fact, my blog's actually been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. I'm very active on social media, where I post much more about current events than I can discuss in this weekly podcast. You'll find the links to my social media accounts in the show notes. But with my accounts on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter being often subjected to discipline for what they claim is disinformation, I'd like to connect with you on Blessed to Teach, Gab, and hopefully soon on Truth Social. I don't want to lose connection with you, so make sure you know where to find me. Again, my links are in the show notes. I hope you'll take advantage of my free resources and bonus items listed on the show notes and also on my website, faithtoliveby.com. From there, you can also subscribe to my complimentary e-newsletter. And as a new member, a new subscriber, you can choose from one of the three gifts I offer in appreciation of your subscription. Subscribing will make you a preferred member where you will receive special announcements and offers not available to others. And by subscribing, should anything happen to my podcasts, I'll have a way to contact you so we can stay connected. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel, and it helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember... Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.